Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And I have a great 10-step working plan on how to build your brand. And this is going to be great for those of you who are freelancers, consultants, or professionals in the creative fields. Get a pen and paper and get ready to dig into these steps coming to you after this short break. Hey, and we're back. Now, one of the things that I know is really, really difficult for those of you who have been working in the corporate industry for maybe like 10 or perhaps 20 years, or maybe you've never worked in the corporate industry and you just wanted to launch straight from college or trade and become your own solopreneur, entrepreneur, is how do I brand myself as an entrepreneur? How do I brand myself as a freelancer, consultant, or creative? Well, I have 10 steps that will kind of help break down what it is that you need to do as you market yourself. Because first and foremost, I know that you probably have a lot of skill set, a lot of information, but if you're not branding yourself in a correct way, it doesn't mean a hell of beans. So let's get straight into it. I have um, a list that it's going to take a lot to unpack. So I'm going to try to go as slow as I can. But bear in mind, I can't go through everything in detail. So I would highly encourage you if you have any questions about what I have to say, send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I'd be happy to talk with you further about this. With that being said, let's get straight into it. Number one is I need you to identify who you are, and that breaks down into three main categories, your personality, your abilities, as well as your passions. You have a very intuitive sense of who you are, but a lot of times, because for most of us who become entrepreneurs, we were too busy working as employers, meaning that we were working on the voice of what somebody else said, what somebody else told us of how we need to shine. Now, this is your golden opportunity to shine in a way that makes sense for you. So when I say personality, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you someone who just loves to get in front of the camera and smile and just let everyone see you? Or are you someone who's kind of more of a shy person, kind of in the background, not do anything? For It's so funny. Um, before I transitioned from a, um employee to being self-employed, I, for the most part, thought that I was extremely extroverted. I thought that I was the one who could not be told to be quiet. I wanted to get out of the scenes, out of, sorry, out of the, be in the front. I always wanted to be in the uh, forefront of everyone's face and just shouting my opinions. And then as an as an entrepreneur, like when I actually became, you know, working for myself, I realized how introverted I really was. And it's funny, when you're around a lot of people, it kind of sometimes confuses who you really are when everyone and everything's kind of kind of taken away and you're kind of building up your own brand, building up your own self. So have a moment and kind of ask yourself, what kind of person are you? Where do you thrive? Like, where do you feel like you get that energy from? Because you, as you build your brand, you want to make sure that your brand kind of honors who you are um, as a person, 
And you don't want to force yourself to like do a bunch of speaking events or do a bunch of like one-on-one calls or a bunch of just stuff that just requires a lot of people time if you're not a people person. So be honest with yourself about that. Be honest about your abilities. Be honest about where you are in your business and where you are in terms of like your skill set. Now, I'm assuming that for the most part, people who are listening to this, they um, they have been working in their field for numerous years and they just want to do it independently on their own without an employer. Now, if you are if you have not had any experience, but you want to run a business, well, you can do it. It just will be really hard. So that being said, everybody has something that they can offer that another person needs. Clearly write down what makes you tick, what makes you appeal to someone who need your services. Is it your ability to quickly discern needs within a short amount of time? Is it be able to concise, um, consolidate ideas? Whatever it is, be very clear and very specific. Just saying I'm good at what I do is not enough. Add some metrics, add some like numbers. Like for example, I'm able to um, write a 300 word count article in a turnaround time of less than four days, for example. Or I'm able to create a website from scratch in about a month given blah, 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 whatever you need to do what you do, right? Be Have some metrics because in the business world, people... They don't just believe you say you know what you need to do. You need to have some data that backs up your abilities. And lastly, passions. This is just as important as your personality and abilities because if you can't show up strong, if you can't show up and just feel the energy of helping people, then you don't deserve to be in business. It's just That's just flat out the truth. What you need to do has to be coming from an energy of helping, an energy of serving, an energy of wanting to make a difference. And that comes from always seeking a need to help the community that you want to serve. Now, again, I want you to write down exactly what that passion means and where it comes from. Like, for example, I have a extreme passion for people who are creative, The reason why I like creative people the most is because they desperately need help with organization and desperately need help with planning and strategy because with all their creativity passions, it's kind of hard to be administrative. So as the heart of an administrator, I love to help people become more organized, become more structured, become more focused so they don't worry about all the other things that just don't matter in their lives, in their business life specifically. Okay, so we're done with number one. Let's go to number two. What do you do? So this is a mashup of a bunch of things. I'm going to just list them all out for you right now, and then we're going to go into depth a little bit deeper. Number one is your experiences. Number two, your skills. Number three, your knowledge. Number four, your mission, your values, your vision. And lastly, five, your objectives. So let's go through this circle. Just imagine it's a big circle and I'm just kind of going down the the sphere right here and, and going through each item. Your experiences. 
Now, for a lot of you guys, you have a lot of experience, a lot of experience, not just obviously in your business life, but your personal life that you can weave in to how you do business differently. For example, I've had experiences, too many negative experiences, just talking to anyone as a potential prospect. For me, I realized that the best prospects of people that work well for me have been listening to this podcast, for example, or have been reading my blog spot, um, blog posts. Like they were seeking so much information about how to improve their business that it just was a no brainer to make the leap to want to work with me. You have experiences too. You've had experience about what worked well, what didn't work well in your business. What are your skills? Number two, what are your skills? What are you so darn good at? Are you a math whiz? Are you a um, tech savant? Like what makes you like fly where you're like, I could just do this in my sleep. Like for example, on a personal note, I, I struggle with math so much. You you don't even know. Some of the times the basic things about like fractions and whatnot, like I I just, and when we have like home improvement projects around my house and I ask my husband, can you help me measure this? Like around this, I want to lift up, I want to put up this painting. I want to put up this, you know, piece of art. And he just looks at me like, well, did you measure it correctly? And I'm like, no, because I don't know how to measure well. (laughs) So what are your skills that you are good at? Make sure that you Know what you're good at as well as what you're not good at. Because sometimes we want to force ourselves to be good at things that we really don't have any interest or inclination to want to learn. So number three, knowledge. When I say knowledge, I'm not specifically talking about industry knowledge. I'm talking about like knowledge about who you are as a person and how you work and how you operate. Because how you operate and how you function as a business owner is just as important as like your skill set. And so be really honest with yourself and say that, for example, you do really, really well with working alongside groups or you do really well um, making sure that you work with, you know, teams, like whatever it is, just be really honest about what you do and what, what doesn't work well for you. Number four, your mission, your vision, and your values. Now, this mission, vision, and values are, I gotta say, it is a lesson within itself. But I just want to let you know that in summary, just in a nutshell, your mission is like what you like what you seek to accomplish, like on a local level, like your vision, like what's your grand grand plan for impacting your community as a whole and your values are like your integrity, like what do you stand for? What is your line in the sand? Because for a lot of people, when they start growing their business and they think, oh, I want to help people, I want to do good things, right? But um, they just don't know whether or not you know, they're, what they're doing um, is really about impacting people in a helpful way or just like not doing anything at all um, in terms of like making a larger impact in the world. So you want to make sure that 
all that you do, all that you're you're doing is always search, it's always like geared towards helping your community grow in a positive, impactful way because that's really why we are in business because we just want to help improve our community and just do good things. And lastly, your objectives. Why, like, why are you in business? Again, like, why are you in business? Um, why are you like doing what you need to do? If you're not clear about what you need to do and who you are, then I, I don't, I can't, um, help you on that. So I just want you to make objectives about like in the last, in the next six months, the next year, for example, what is something that you can do that can make a huge difference? Okay, number three, what do you sell? So your, what you can sell comes into three main categories, your performance, your services, and your know-how. So what I want to know is what matters most to you in terms of what you want to sell? Are you more of your exchanging your time for dollar? Are you wanting to kind of just package up your knowledge and to sell send it to the masses that's kind of the know-how like or are you are you selling like quick and fast but it, it may not be as accurate that's for up to you to decide what how you want to structure how you sell your services for me it's been my experiences for those of you guys who are um, doing data processing data analytics right it has to be fast but and it doesn't have to be 100% accurate, but it's pretty spawn the money good. For a website designer, for those of you who, who design websites or maybe you're artist, stuff like that, it has to be meticulous in the details. But the, perform, the, the actual time delivery frame may not be as, as good as, you know, someone that, who can do it on maybe a production level. So whatever I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to say to you is that I need you to figure out, you know, how you want to do your business. How do you want to work? And that will really shift about like how you want to structure business. All right. Number four, who is your target audience? Are you a B2B, meaning business to business? Are you a business to consumer? Now, the way you deal with a business to business or a business to consumer are completely different ways. For example, at me as a business coach, I deal with mostly business owners. I do B2B. I don't really deal with the public business to consumer. But you, you may be dealing with directly with the consumer. And so how you deal with the consumers in terms of your marketing, your branding is going to be a little bit different than as if you were talking with um, uh, a personal, just a person. So for example, I think about, um, the product LG there, there's, you know, LG electronics, they sell, you know, cell phones and computer products and stuff like that. Right. But you know, they also do LG for business, meaning like voice over phone and do some other applications, stuff like that and how they market and how they sell their stuff to, from a bit to businesses is completely different than to how they sell their cell phones and their computers. Right. So you need to think about exactly what kind of image you want to display to just a consumer or a business. So take your time and work through that. Excuse me. 
Um, where are we now? So let's talk about your competitive advantage. Now your competitive advantage is divvied up into five categories. And I'm going to go really fast because I want to make sure that um, you get all of this. So your competitive advantage is your performance, your expertise, your reputation, cost of acts and uses, and your network relations. So let's, I know I said it real fast, let's go into it a little bit deeper now. So your performance, like what are you being known for in the field? What makes you unique from everybody else? That ties in with your experience. Like how long have you been doing your business? Um, which is also part of performance, but they're different, right? So how good are you are what you do, your performance and expertise? How long have you been doing it? Your reputation, how long in the field have you been doing it? Do you are do people know that you are a go-to person or nah, not so much? Your cost of access and use. So um, do you charge by the hour? Do you charge by, you know, for people just to do a one-time fee to access um, your services, whatever it is. And then your network relation, like meaning that like how it's kind of related to your reputation, but it's different network relation, meaning like, like how easy it is for people to come across to find you. Is it like through a friend of a friend? Is it through direct? Like they, could they see you like ads and stuff posted all over it? Like, are you more of an industry specific person? Like only people within the industry know you. It's up for you to decide about how you want to showcase your visibility. Okay. Number six, why choose you? Choosing you is a combination of your value proposition, what you're offering in your position, like what makes you different. You always want to make sure that for people who, you know, who want to seek you and who want to seek your business, right? They are definitely understanding that what you do is worth every single darn penny, right? And they'll only know that you are worth every penny if obviously you present yourself as someone who knows what you know, like, you know, you know what you know, right? You're, you're, you're good at your job, right? And you're, you're competitive against everybody else on the same kind of price level experience, right? So you need to make sure that you're very clear to clear about what makes you rock star good. I always say that a lot with my personal clients, like what makes you really, really good and unique and, and, and special from everybody else. And while we're at the halfway point, I want to thank you, though, who are stick, sticking with me. We still got um, a couple more steps left, but I would invite you to obviously subscribe wherever you're listening. But more importantly, I would highly encourage you, if you haven't done so, go ahead, leave me a review on my um my channels, wherever you're subscribed to, it not only helps me out, but it helps other people who enjoy the content to be able to reach me easier. So again, thank you for that. All right, let's move on. So how do I promote, how do you promote yourself? How do you promote yourself? That's the question. Well, you can do a variety of ways to promote yourself. And in the past, I would have just talked about a lot more offline stuff, but kind of we're in the era of COVID and Everybody's kind of stuck indoors. Everything seems a little bit weird. Well, I just, I'm here to tell you that just because everyone's stuck indoors does not mean you can't still do some old style offline stuff. Not everything has to be completely online. 
For a lot of you guys, send a good old-fashioned newsletter through the mail. Yes, the mail through the Postal Service. Um, having um, interviews. Um, writing articles. Um, doing presentations. And yes, you can do presentations online as well. Um, and there's a lot of crossover with online, meaning that some of the things that I say, like for example, presentations or write, writing a, a book could also be an ebook. An article could be an article online. You can do a vert, you can do lots of interviews online virtually. It is the sky is the limit in terms of how you promote yourself. But while I'm talking about promoting yourself, here is one thing that I wish my when I first started in business that I wish that I knew was that do not expect miracles coming from one or two events, right? Don't expect that you promote yourself one time and then you're just going to get flooded with phone calls. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way at all. Let me tell you, it is, especially for those of you who use social media regularly, think of it as a long game. Think of it as a, a, a something that you're going to be doing over um, a long period of time in terms of expanding your reach and letting other people know who you are and what you do and how you do it, right? So be patient with yourself and understand that this is going to take time to promote yourself. And it's usually kind of like a snowball effect or even better yet, I, I did this with a, um, a client years ago where we took a piece of, we took a little rock and I highly encourage you to do it. Take a little rock, take a little pe- a little pebble and just go outside with a hammer and just start chipping at it. Start chipping at it. And of course, when you first hit a rock on the first impact, nothing happens or it doesn't really even look like anything happens. And then it takes multiple times to hit at it and then you'll start seeing cracks. And then you'll notice that after you can, get a little crack and can put a little bit more strength into it and then it will split apart. So think of it, that is how your marketing will work, your promoting will work, is that it may not seem at first that no one's listening, no one's paying attention. Why am I bothering? I'm not going to do this. I don't feel successful. It will happen over time. Just let yourself stay focused on your plan and your planning is helping and serving others and giving timely information. And trust me, people will come and reach you. That brings me to point number eight is how can you grow your network? Again, this is kind of related to promotion. You grow your network through events, through obviously promoting yourself, through the community, letting other people know that you're there and through associations. Now, I know a lot of you guys um, may have been members of um, Chamber of Commerce events or 1000 Cups or whatever you guys were doing, or maybe some local online, you know, um, community um, page. Um, things have been a little wonky, but I want to say that, especially for you guys who um, look through LinkedIn or link through Facebook, do not stop promoting yourself. Do not stop networking and talking and setting up, you know, having your own little mini summit and talking with people because trust me, people most likely will buy through those who know them. They know, like, and trust. They're usually most people don't buy through strangers, right? They buy through people that they like, they trust, um, they, they were recommended, so that's why it's so important to maintain a community. All right, we're almost at the home stretch here. 
Um, number nine is how can you improve your experience? Well, you can improve your experience with other people through partnerships, t- talking with other bodies, uh, other people, teaming up through your training, your innovation. What can you do that's different than anybody else can do it? And this is a great time. If you are just so clueless about what you need to do to kind of stick Stick your head out the sand and just showcase how different you are. I would highly encourage you to go on DeniseGLee.com. I've got a great resource called Five Days to Cash where we talk one-on-one for a week under $100. Great, great value for those of you who are new in business and are just looking for an outside perspective on things. So highly encourage you to check that out. I have a great um, time talking with new people in business and just kind of exploring who they are and maybe thinking about things from a different perspective that they haven't considered before. So again, five days to cash. You can find it on denisegeely.com. All right. And the last one, number 10 is how do you measure your reputation? Well, you can measure your reputation through obviously what do people think about you, but you can also, you know, measure in, in terms of your sales and measuring about how um, people relate with you. So that's why I highly encourage for a lot of you guys to have check-ins, regular check-ins with your customers and just ask them, what do they like? What do they don't like? How can you improve? What can you do that's different? Um, because sometimes a lot of people, they are really afraid of asking like for a little bit modification, especially if you are a service provider. Um, they believe that they know, but they, they're not sure. So that's why, you know, they want to talk with you and just feel like um, you guys are on the same page. So I highly encourage you to go ahead and just check in and, and talk with other people, um, especially your customers, and make sure that, you know, you guys are on the same page. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I so enjoyed talking with you. Again, if you've got any questions or comments, reach me at hello at denisegeelee.com. Send me a message um, there. And um, go ahead and reach my website, denisegeelee.com. I've got other resources for you. And I think that's it. If you have any other questions, thank you um, for just reaching out to me in advance. And that's it. Take care and be awesome.